What's going on, Button Mashes? I'm Mr. Gamer. And I'm Kitty Duvall. And welcome to episode 119. It's hard out here for a congressman. <laughs> Isn't it? Like, Man, it's so hard. Right? Granted, American politics pissed me off. So, But it's like, man, it's just, oh. But you know what? We're going to get into that later. Let's actually get into the only thing that Mr. Duvall actually cares about. Um, ah. Animal Crossing. Yeah, I'm sorry for that weird baby noise. <laughs> <laughs> so it seems as if we have a couple of new screenshots of mm -hmm. what's going to be happening in Animal Crossing New Horizon. And, oh, I I can't believe I'm saying this, but I actually really can't wait to get into this game. Yes, 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 yes. So Animal Crossing... um. They're in the Latin America Expo, and they were introducing the localization to Latin America for Animal Crossing. Was included Mexican the this really beautiful traditional Mexican dress that um I excuse my ign ignorance I know it begins with a C I don't remember what it's called um and of course it's in Spanish all that fun stuff but also oh dear. Then in the screenshots, if you look at them, and it's going to be on NintendoWire.com. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Sorry. All right. We're having just a little bit of technical difficulties. Don't you love it? But anyway, if you look at their noses, they... Uh, they can have different noses. They can have different noses. They have different noses now, which is really different from just the standard triangle nose. It's like circular, which I think is really cute. And if I remember correctly, I know they said that this was going to fall in line where you can customize your characters whenever. So, you know, I'm excited. Also, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Gamer's in danger if, I, if, if this game gets delayed anymore. I don't know why I'd be in danger. You have Pokemon. You should be fine. Pokemon isn't Animal Crossing, sir. Okay, you're right. It's... I'm just really excited. It's like every time they introduce this thing, um, introduce more stuff, it just gets cuter and cuter. It's looking cleaner and cleaner. The water even looks better than their previous ones and it also shows that like there are going to be different levels on this island was just it just opens up the possibilities of the things you can do and now because obviously you know that we are definitely part of the nintendo fan club here at sbr we obviously have to talk about the best sales week that nintendo has ever had more specifically the Nintendo Switch and Nintendo Switch Lite sold more than 830,000 copies over Thanksgiving weekend and Monday. Eight, that's 830 video game. Oh my goodness. And, and, oh, oh, oh my God. And mind you, I still have not even gotten as far as I wanted to with Pokemon. It's, it's like, Here's the problem, and and yes, I actually was saying here's the problem that I'm having with the Nintendo Switch. The Nintendo Switch has the capability to keep my attention for such a period of time in such a deep and enticing manner that 
I have one game that I'm playing, Astral Chain. And then at any moment, at any moment when I feel like I'm bored of that game, I can hit three buttons and play something else almost instantly. I go from Astral Chain and it's like, okay, Luigi's Mansion, boom. I'm having some frustrating things happening in Luigi's Mansion, uh, Ultimate. Okay, yeah, I've learned that combo in Ultimate, Pokemon. And then after that, I mean, I can't even imagine what lack of time Miss Duval is going to have when Animal Crossing comes. Are you ever, ever going to get bored of that? Um, Here's the thing. I can get bored of things like Pokemon relatively quickly after the story is done because, well, I haven't even started the post-game story or anything like that. But I can get bored of that pretty easily because it gets repetitive. Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There is no main storyline and it's just everything you want to do. There's no linear paths. There's no thing. No villain to fight. No, it's just you and... and Would Tom Nook be considered a villain? No, he he is literally just... Well, in some games, some people might consider him the villain. But no, he he pretty much got you a island destination that you got to pay into. But that's okay. Right. Like, we hold all... on, like, hold on, though. Like, did I ask for this? I mean, I kind of want an island vacation. Sounds nice. But, yes, no, Animal Crossing's about being relaxed. And it's catching bugs and fish and building up friendships with the animals because god knows when you're an adult it is hard to make friends after a certain age yeah yeah it is i'm gonna be 30 next month yeah and this was real time with kitty duvall the mystic gamer and i learned what (laughs) i was today years old when i learned what vibe check meant but anyway, so Nintendo also provided updated sales figures. I'm sorry, we just had to turn <laughs> real hard from that. Uh, Nintendo also provided updated sales figures for its recently released Pokemon Sword and Shield, which together have sold more than 3 million copies since November 15th. Oh my goodness. But remember, Ms. Duvall, please refresh my memory. Mm-hmm. So... I, and mind you, I'm I'm not very familiar with internet outrage being what it is, but what happened to all that talk about how bad the game was and how lazy it is and, and all that sort of stuff because... You know, I don't want to turn this into a gotcha moment because it's not. People are entitled to their opinions and how the thing looks. <laughs> gotcha. I own a gotcha accessory. I showed it to Mr. Ball for those who are not... Um, present which would be everyone currently listening in t way um but the thing is is that trying even if you want to boycott something like nintendo trying to hurt their pockets could be very hard because you have people who are going to buy the game out of spite or buy multiple copies of the game out of spite I don't know. People are spiteful. The world is bitter. Also, Nintendo's a freaking family console. Like, of course they're gonna do good, especially with the newest Pokemon game. Fucking little six-year-old Jimmy don't care about no goddamn tree. You know what that kid cares about? What's that? He cares about catching a Cursula. 
Oh, things are horrifying. Yeah, I still got a whole lot of work to do on my Pokemon team. He, but he cares about, you know, Pikachu. Oh, God, the children dress up in the Pikachu and Eevee onesies are so cute, too. You are getting distracted. Anyway, yes, but the point still stands. <laughs> these, these sales make sense for this year for Nintendo because Pokemon is one of their biggest name brand games. It's the same when Super Mario Odyssey came out. Like... Kids want that. Adults want a Breath of the Wild because, let's face it, what fucking six-year-old has the attention span to deal with that game? Mm-hmm. Um, children want shiny, bright creatures that they can have fight each other. So good for you, Nintendo. You ended out this decade on a heart, on a good note. Uh, I'm not sure YouTube is on that same uh, same plane at all. Oh man, YouTube. But the Kappa, Koopa, 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 I don't fucking know. Kappa. Okay. Kappa. Kappa. So, um, as reported... <laughs> Kappa. Oh, my God. As reported on Polygon.com, YouTube will no longer restrict violent video game content starting today, which was uh, the second, as announced in a new Google support post. This means that future gaming uploads that include scripted or simulated violence may be approved instead of being age restricted and that there will be, quote, fewer restrictions for violence in gaming. Google will continue to protect viewers, excuse me, from real world violence, though. Likewise, if the video solely centers on gory content like dismemberment, decapitations, or showing human corpses with severe injuries, it'll still likely get age restricted. Mm-hmm. While this change will help creators uploading videos of Call of Duty, Gears of War, gameplay without will avoid getting age restricted, this change has no effect on the advertiser-friendly guidelines, which means that gratuitous depictions of violence in video games still may face limited or no ads, depending on the situation. And essentially that just means YouTube's like, okay... You can post what you want. You're still not going to, probably not going to get the things you want. And honestly, I feel like this is just YouTube's way of saying, it's in their hands now, government. Well, here's the other thing. Here's the other thing that I'm thinking about as well. Mm -hmm. And maybe I'm just a stick in the mud, but maybe not so much Call of Duty, but I still want Gears of War videos to be age-restricted. Like... Call of Duty has violence and and a, a bit of blood. It, it does. Uh-huh. Gears of War, on the other hand, has significantly more violent dismemberment. Well, then they would probably still get age restricted. It's just a sample. It's not saying that they will. It's saying they're most likely going to get age restricted. And remember, YouTube is also changing the fact that, like, you have to mark your channel whether it's for kids or not now. Yeah, so I've that's how a lot the- of, I've been seeing a lot of creators, like, just explicitly say, this video is not for kids. Like, yeah, because everybody got to cover their ass because YouTube already paid their drop in the bucket fine. It's really Ooh. bad when you said that, like, with the amount of money that they paid, and you're just like, oh, yeah, that was just a drop in the bucket. Like, yikes just absolutely positively yikes you know who else has a drop in a bucket type of money 
Bethesda. But you know, for once, it's only half their fault and not completely their fault. And we're actually not talking about Fallout seventy six. Believe oh, it or not. Yeah, man, I, I'm getting burned out from you complaining about that game. I've. You will be happy to know, I've deleted it from all of my consoles, all of my everything. Yeah, it's not good to hate play something, dude. This is probably also what Nintendo did well in sales because people are hate <laughs> buying it. <laughs> And then hate loving it. But anyway. Yeah, don't hate buy things, guys. Learn from Mr. Gamer's mistake. It'll bring you peace. Yeah, thanks. But as reported on PCGamer.com, Room 2 publisher sues Human Head Studios for abandoning the game. The suit says that Human Head hid... Human Head hid. <laughs> the suit says that Human Head hid its pending acquisition by Bethesda and is now refusing to turn over Room 2 assets. That's interesting because I had never even heard of this. So, the launch of the Viking action RPG Room 2 was an odd affair, to say the least. On November 12th, the game went live on the Epic Games Store on November 13th. Literally the next day, Human Head closed its doors. And then on November 13th, it opened its doors, but as Bethesda-owned Roundhouse Studios. Yep. Oof. Yep. Oof. Yeah, I, when I was reading this earlier, which is why it was really hard for me to explain it to you, and I'm just like, we're just gonna have to talk about it on the podcast because it's like, bruh, wow, who does that? Who keeps that's bad faith. That is such bad faith actions, and it's like I don't blame, uh, uh, who are these people? Ragnarok, Rog, Rog, Ragnarok, Runtune owners. <laughs> Oh my god, wow. <laughs> um, suing them, because it's like, that alone would make me side-eye you so hard. Ooh, okay. Like, so It's like finding out your boyfriend broke up with you over national television. While he's kissing, like, the Queen of England or something. Oh my god. And that's how you found out. <laughs> wow, so... The lawsuit alleges that the development process did not go smoothly. The initial schedule set 11 quote-unquote milestones, but because of human heads, delays, errors, and mismanagement, it was ultimately stretched to 23, which Ragnarok says that it paid for. It further claims that the studio suddenly became uncommunicative and unavailable. Yikes, this does sound like a relationship. A couple of weeks prior to Room 2's launch, and that on November 7th, three business days before the release, Human Head's then-CEO Ben Goki told Ragnarok that the studio was closing, but made no mention of the Bethesda acquisition. Roundhouse Studios and Human Head have the exact same business at... Ooh. The exact same business address... 1741 Commercial Ave uh, Commercial Avenue, Madison, Wisconsin. The same human head team of employees and principals in the same physical location were just reborn into Bethesda's Roundhouse Studios within days after the launch. Ragnarok believes human head is now refusing to turn over Room 2 assets in order to coerce Ragnarok to make payments for human head's incomplete deliverables. The suit also alleges 
that despite now being owned by Bethesda and against Ragnarok's instructions, Human Head not only continued to change the code, but even uploaded and attempted to launch an altered, unapproved Rune 2 build to the Epic Store, to the Epic Game Store's staging. Wow. All right, so they are looking for return of the game property, restitution of financing for the development, and at least $100 million in compensation. And Bethesda has not declined on the matter. Why would they, they? They've declined to comment. Sorry, declined to comment on the matter. And why the why 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 would they? Um, because they now own the mess that this new thing, this new studio they pulled in. Well, they own that mess. Of course, it's like when Google first bought YouTube. You remember that nightmare? That was fun to watch. Yeah, that's it. It was exactly at that point YouTube died. <sighs> Oh, man. All right. So, obviously, we're going to end this on a, a hilarious on note. On a hilarious <laughs> note. So, <clears throat> so, Duncan D. Hunter pleaded guilty in federal court to stealing one, stealing hundreds of thousands of dollars in campaign funds. More than... One hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Now, we should obviously clarify. Well, what exactly? What what exactly did he spend on this money on? Okay, okay, hold on, because I want to read it. I want to read it. Um, for fast food, movie tickets, sneakers. Okay, okay, okay. That's not that. That's not too. That's not too bad. Okay. Video games. Lego sets. Wait, wait, Play Doh. Wait. Okay. Um. Um. I'm sorry, you lost me at, at Lego sets. <laughs> Groceries, dog food, okay. and utilities. Oh, oh man. Luxury hotels, overseas vacations, and plane tickets for their family pet rabbits, who is named Egbert and Cadbury. Oh, that's okay, cute. I'm sorry. That's fucking cute. Okay, uh, Miss Duvall. Miss Duvall. Your rabbit's names are cute. I love it. Miss Duvall, I need you to stick to the article because I know you did not just tell me that this congressman spent plane tickets. He bought plane tickets with campaign funds for pet rabbits named, named Egbert, Egbert and, and Cadbury. Cadbury. Yes. Oh, you hate to see it. Oh, God, give me more. So, essentially, this man, and the only reason this is news is because he spent, this man and his family spent 1000 somewhere around $1,302 on Steam, Steam games. games. On Steam! It's like... Make that make sense. Make it make sense. This is probably the most mundane, non-news but news thing to come out of politics right now. If I'm correct. Because typically when you hear about campaign funds being stolen and stuff, you expect things like drugs cars women something like that oh well sir yes we do not buy women 
Well, you know what I meant. I know what you meant. Women are not property. Do not buy women. Yes, you could buy services from certain women. For our but, older viewers. But <laughs> but I, I'm just I'm um this is just hilarious. It's like the most wholesome, unwholesome thing I can read about politics right now. And of course, the maximum penalty in this case is five years in prison or, and I want to uh, thank Charlie Hall for doing this math for us, or roughly 6,251 copies of Halo, the Master Chief Collection, the top-selling game on Steam. <laughs> what, what are your thoughts on this, Mr. Gamer? So I've got, I've got a few. I've got a few. Uh, first of all... Um, Sad that I don't know what his Steam handle is because I want to know what kind of I want to know what this guy's library is like. He spent over a thousand dollars. Does he get to keep his Steam games after he comes out of jail? Well, technically speaking, he already paid for them, so I'm going to assume that the Cause, the, the the refund window is closed. Cause, cause um, he has to. It's going to be five years in prison. And on top of that, there is going to be a $250,000 fine. Well, yes. So, now mind you, interestingly enough, all while this was happening, his family was already deep in debt. So, I Mama and Pop, because his wife was in on it as well, and I think she's also pleading guilty. Um, Mama and Papa decided they saw money coming in and were like... Ooh, bankroll. Like, see, uh, you just, if you think about it though, Mr. Duvall, if you really think about it, this was just the one that got caught. True. Like, this was just the one that got caught. Yeah. And, and can I also say something else? Yeah. Why does the Department of Justice think that groceries, dog food, and utilities are mundane? Because it isn't sex workers gambling and other things like yes he should not have bought grocery like yes that's really but like i'm sorry but groceries dog food and utilities are not mundane i think they're um, okay maybe with the exception of dog food you're looking at okay, necessities if you have a dog, dog food is a necessity sir well yes but i'm not i'm, I'm, I'm you're not a dog owner correct he so doesn't in hate the event, dogs y'all in the event that in the event that you own a dog, yes, dog food is like I, I, it's just I looked at that and I was like, okay, inconsequential things, fast food, movie tickets, sneakers. Okay, got to get himself some new kicks and then go to the movies in my new kicks and then after I watch the movie in my new kicks, I'm gonna want to go eat. Like, all right, cool, whatever. Like, okay, Walk. video games, Lego sets, and play doh. They do have kids, so that makes sense. <laughs> but then, but then it's like, and he was also spending this money on groceries, dog food, and utilities. And then it's like, okay, I can actually see why you're doing that. That's not really mundane. But then, self-indulgent as luxury hotels, overseas vacations, and plane tickets for their family pet rabbits. What? Why? Someone in the comments says, instead of waiting for a sale. 
Well, I mean, you know what? Let's just go through the comments. Uh, this man, this monster, did he at least leave some good Steam reviews? I hope so. I really, really hope so. Like, I, and see, uh, Catastrophe, I will reserve my judgment till I know what games he was buying. Yes, I want to know what his Steam tag was. I want to see what was in his library. I really, really want to know what was in there. Like, come on, just let us know. Oh man, I think that's a good I think that's a good way to say it's nice to be back, button mashers. I've I've missed you. We got filled up on turkey and now well I ate pizza. We didn't cook this. this <laughs> we didn't cook. Fuck cooking. I I I guess. I mean, just because you and your boo decided to like throw down in the kitchen without inviting me, by the way. Oh uh, my goodness. It's, a, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. It's cool, I'm not hurt. Are you sure? I don't know, but can we get two pet rabbits and fly them around? Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so you think I'm going to become a congress? Like, I, I, I'm not making that kind of money. Mr. Gamer for President 2020. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. I I would be terrible. I would I, I would be terrible at that. I would actually legitimately be terrible at president of the United States. I know. You know what? That seems like a perfect place to end this. So, with that being said, this is Mr. Gamer. 2020. And this is Kitty Duvall. Signing off.